Welcome to the Bachelor League. I'm Stephanie, here with Kaylee. Hello. I'm going to apologize if you hear a noise that sounds like a serial killer trying to break in and murder us. My dog is in the backyard um, because she keeps barking at Kaylee. (laughs) So she's not an outside dog, so she's a little upset. And she will bang on the door. (laughs) She's fine. We're fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, We are here for, what is this, season 21 of The Bachelor, episode 3. Where's Corinne? (laughs) That is the question of the night, ladies and gentlemen. I think at one point Jasmine said, I'm so tired of talking about Corinne, I'm sick of people bringing her up, but there are multiple times in the episode where it cuts to Jasmine she just says, Where's Corinne? (laughs) She's like the herpes of the show. Like, you don't want her around, but you need to know where she is to know what your situation is going to be. You need to be aware. (laughs) So we have to start right off with a rose ceremony, which I hate when they break it up like that. It it annoys me when they do that. I am wondering, with all the people that Nick keeps just sending off without ceremony and their delaying of the rose ceremony, is something going to happen at the end that's like, will he pick a bachelorette without a final rose ceremony? Will he just go on all the home dates? That happens, right? Uh-huh. The hometown And then just dates. say, like, you know what? No. I want to move to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I pick you. We don't need to do the rest of the show because they keep splitting them up. Yeah. Anyway, he does. He has done a lot of like pre-rose um, ceremony dismissals, mm-hmm. which usually happens like once a season. But we've gotten already, I think, two. It kind of seems like any time a girl comes to him with any concerns, he's just behind his back texting an Uber to get them out of there. <laughs> he is not having it. Like, nope, don't need them. <laughs> and the big topic before the rose ceremony, I think, was. All the women kind of learning about Liz and the whole situation with her Mm -hmm. and her leaving. I haven't written down that somebody said something about having sex before the fantasy suite. I wrote that down too. (laughs) It was like, is that, is is there like a bachelor Bible somewhere? Apparently. Also, I haven't written down that it was someone named Lindsay, who I don't think is a person on this show anymore. I wrote down, good call, yellow dress, (laughs) because (laughs) I didn't know her name. It just says, sleeping with someone before the fantasy suite equals bad. Good call, yellow dress. Foreshadowing? (laughs) Because I assume he will sleep with most of them. (laughs) Probably. If nothing else, for the other women to get revenge on Corinne. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd say the main focal point of the whole cocktail party pre-rose ceremony was Corinne and the whipped cream. (laughs) That was so much. Um, I just loved how they were sitting outside and she's just like trying to like really get him like to come on to her and he's like I feel like Nick basically said I mean I'm not gonna like literally have sex with you out (laughs) here in front of the mansion and she's like love is dead it didn't go well. And he, he did seem very into it. Very on board. Up to a point, I think, when he remembered, oh, there's cameras mm-hmm. and other people, like, in the I bushes think, watching. Yeah, I think Jasmine was, like, circling at that point. <laughs> and that, I think he was just sort of, like, wait, we'll finish this later was more the vibe <laughs> I was getting from him. But mm-hmm. I doubt she has ever been rejected with such a strong advance. I can't imagine she has. That was her Custer's last stand. <laughs> 
She's like, this is work with everyone else. It really made me worried for her. I wrote down Jenna Maroney's life outlook with Jack Donaghy's confidence. <laughs> Which is not a good combination. <laughs> no. But she uh, she really knows how to turn on the sex charm. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite phrase. It's, it's like some sort of Russian instruction manual for mm-hmm. a special robot you buy. <laughs> I was... That whole scene was just so much. Yeah. At one point, Nick says something to the effect of, like, through all of my seasons on this show, I've learned that my actions affect other people. <laughs> and I was thinking, buddy, it did it the take show? this long? Because you're almost 40. <laughs> you're right, though, Nick. They do. They do <laughs> affect right. other people. Has anyone other than Corinne ever skipped the ceremony? Am I jumping ahead in the episode? No. Okay. No, that's exactly where I was going next. (laughs) (laughs) I am trying to think if someone has, and I don't think so. Someone has fainted in a rose ceremony. I've seen a clip of that because of the internet. Of course. But to just just purposely, like, go to her bed and sleep (laughs) during it, like. Was she asleep or was she passed out drunk? I think the thing that we didn't see was her, like, opening her eye, like, one eye every few seconds to see if Nick had come to, like, wake her up with a kiss. That's the other thing I wrote down, is Corinne luring Nick upstairs. Yeah, it's just a ruse. She's like, oh, no. What is Billy not going to say on Parks and Rec when he, like, leaves? He's like, somebody follow me, I'm upset. That's exactly what this That's what she was doing. Because, I don't know, it just... Everything about her is just like, danger, Will Robinson, don't go upstairs. <laughs> but I saw when researching a question we had from, I think, episode one of, has The Bachelor called someone by the wrong name? Uh-huh. Um, I did some research on that and wound up on YouTube. That has happened. Oh, my gosh. I will put the, the video up on our Tumblr page. I love it. But, you know, in the suggested videos, it was most dramatic moments ever. And one of them was a girl who just fainted in the middle of a hallway after some date with The Bachelor. Uh-huh. And then was like, I would just really feel better if I saw him. And all uh-huh. the girls were sitting on the couch like, come on. <laughs> yeah. This is fake. Okay, come on. <laughs> um, after, you know, our rose ceremony of shedding some of the bachelorettes, there was a big group date with the Backstreet Boys. Yes. Which, okay, Stephanie... Were you Backstreet Boys or InSync? InSync! Me too! Like, they were really freaking out, and I was like, I would be excited, but it's not like this is InSync. <laughs> no. <laughs> Justin Timberlake is not coming on this show. The <laughs> man just won a People's Choice Award. <laughs> He's, He's got, got better to things do. to do. <laughs> <laughs> and I still think most of those girls are too young to really, like, they're Bieber people. Yes. There, a lot of them were like, oh, I loved them when I was little, and I was like, you. You would have been, yeah, (laughs) you would have been a mere embryo (laughs) listening to I Want It That Way. But I mean, yeah, the Backstreet Boys are the great value version of NSYNC. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I could, there was one guy talking and I thought, I don't know who that one is at all. Which one was it? Like, what? (laughs) What did he look like? Uh, He looked. He just looked like a normal, like, person. I guess that's how I would describe it. He wasn't AJ. He wasn't uh-huh. Howie. He wasn't Nick. And that's the end of the one. That's that I all that list. I know, too. I think there was a Kevin? Maybe it was Kevin? Know. No, Kevin is... No. Okay, it was the very just 
It's like the other very white looking one besides Nick Carter. I don't know his name, okay. but it was that one. <laughs> I don't know who that is either. I didn't know all of their names because yeah. I was an instinct person. Instinct. I don't need that use of confirmation no. floating around in my head. I did notice that Nick Carter had a mullet faux hawk. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was disturbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, uh, he had that as well on the Dancing with the Stars season that he was on very recently. <laughs> did he do well? Yeah. He should have. He spent his whole formative years dancing. Mm-hmm. That he did. Sense. He was second or third place. He, he did well. Well, once we found out what they would be doing with the Backstreet Boys, you'll see this as a theme anytime I write something down about these group dates. I wrote, this date is my nightmare. <laughs> There's no way I'm getting up in front of people and dancing. Mm-hmm. It would be worse than Corinne. <laughs> <laughs> Corinne is saying that she is a terrible dancer and saying, I know how to mom dance. And then she did that weird, like, flamenco step clap. Yeah. So tell them your comparison. Okay, well, if you haven't seen Arrested Development, I want you to pause this podcast and go watch the original run of that show on Netflix. You don't, you don't have to watch the new ones. Watch the first three seasons and get back to us. Yeah, you need to have that in your life. I will welcome you when you come back. Mm-hmm. Thank you for taking that break and watching the show. Thank you. Um, one of my favorite running jokes in Arrested Development is that none of the Bluths, the family that's the main the main family in the show, they don't know what chickens sound like, and they always do this really <laughs> weird clapping dance mm-hmm. thing, and they each have their own separate version. Mm-hmm. Her, she was doing a Bluth chicken dance. And she I, absolutely was. Like, that is the first thing I thought of. I think that Miranda's is Lindsay Bluth. I don't think she's Lindsay. I think maybe got switched at the hospital, and I think she... She's <laughs> Lindsay's daughter! Yeah, the real one. I don't know who maybe belongs to. We all know she's not a blue. No. I'm ready for her, Corinne, to whip open a blazer that just says slut on it. <laughs> Which would be so on brand. Yes, that would be spot on. I think I'm going to go further into this and see if there are more connections between the two of them. Oh, I'm sure there are. So look forward to that in the future, but she is 100% a bloof. Oh, yeah. That's the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> I hope she makes Nick some hot ham water when <laughs> they make it home for, what do they call the dates when they go home? Hometown dates. Hometown dates. Okay. One other thing I'll mention is I think, much like someone who would be uninformed in a football fantasy league, I didn't really know the format too much. So when I'm answering my questions, I assume group date meant everyone. Oh, no, no. Does There are some weeks where, like, there are some girls that will go an entire week without any date whatsoever. That was my question. Yeah. Okay, I didn't understand that at all. Mm-hmm. I didn't know there were one-on-one dates. I didn't get what that was. <laughs> so we're gonna... Those are supposed to be, like, a normal date, but... Okay. okay. <laughs> if, we'll anything is, if anything is normal on this show, it's not really... <laughs> I'm still picturing Corinne being like, like asking for the whipped cream, being like, how much can whipped cream cost? $10. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a bloof at heart. I can't handle it. <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe that's what she's trying to do. Maybe this is a Borat-like piece on society. <laughs> that would, that's the only thing a larger okay. social commentary brought to us by Corinne. I would love that. I welcome it. Corinne, please do that. Even yeah. if it's pretend, lie and say that that's what you were doing. Yeah. But I thought most of the girls did a really good job dancing. Yeah. I would have loved to get up and dance with them. That's fitting. I, 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 I would have welcomed this date for sure. 
And Danielle L was picked to do the awkward Ugh. slow dance in front of everyone, which for sure was, I would say, a punishment. Yeah, like, <laughs> who wants a fading 90s boy band, uh-huh. your boyfriend's six other girlfriends, mm-hmm. and then, I don't know, like, how many people go to a Backstreet Boys? 250 okay. people? At, at the there? beginning of the show, or whenever they were doing their rehearsals, he said, we have a show for 500 people. That doesn't seem like That's enough. not very many people. <laughs> I'm like, what? What? <laughs> it doesn't seem like enough or few enough. It's not a small, intimate theater. Nope. It's like a, an empty warehouse. <laughs> Which, it kind of looks like that's where they were. I know. This didn't seem like a real concert to me. I think they filled it with... Well, Who knows? As I mentioned before, we know that some of the formal, like other members of Bachelor Nation were there. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Ashley I and this other girl, Becca, who was runner-up on a season of The Bachelor okay. a few seasons ago. So they may have staffed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just all castaways of like The Bachelor. Something that I thought about recently <laughs> was the fact that since we were on season 21... There were literally hundreds of women existing Mm -hmm. out in the world that have been on The Bachelor. Yeah. Hundreds. One thing that I saw in my research related to that is they kept... So much research. (laughs) It was really a YouTube hole my husband was writing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But they were sort of going into, like, what are your favorite Bachelor contestants doing now? The early season people just immediately return to their jobs, have normal lives, keep going. The current season people... They're bachelor people and actors, but like they don't act or model in anything. They just have representatives, and you can book them for things. Uh I don't know what you would book a bachelorette for. Um, I know you have seen Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and I'm sure it's a Scott Disick like just like club appearances. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Because I looked on Caitlyn. I looked on her Instagram the other day. And, I mean, it seems like neither her nor her boyfriend work. No, well, she was, like, a dance instructor or something, like a Zumba instructor or something like that. But apparently they're coming out with some new, like, joint fitness venture. I don't know. I need more details. (laughs) That's still not a job, though. No. (laughs) It's a project. I read a Glamour.com, it was Glamour Magazine um, interview with... Nick, and the last question was, I'm sorry, forgive me, do you have a job, what do you do? And I guess he's doing some online men's grooming website, like, mm, shop. That sounds fake. <laughs> that sounds like something he can say is happening when he doesn't get engaged uh-huh. on this show. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, and he said that he was, like, testing out doing modeling, like, before going on The Bachelor. I think, like... Post-Paradise, pre-Bachelor, thought, what if I was a model? I think that's what they all do after this show. Mm-hmm. Again, selling probably hair gummies, yeah, vitamins, teeth whiteners. Teeth whiteners. Is having an Instagram lashes. where you have pictures that someone else has retouched, does that make you a model? <laughs> that's the idea If someone that else got. took the picture, then you are a model. <laughs> okay. Okay, perfect. <laughs> well, I'm safe. I am not a model. <laughs> We're good. We're good. Um, and the other thing that happened at the cocktail party after the whole group date was a Corinne fell asleep again. Yes. On a couch. <laughs> All of these like sleeping instances scream to me of someone like 
that has a very strict nap schedule at home <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's being deprived of. She's a literal baby. Literal baby. And then the whole nanny thing comes out with Jasmine. And there, I wrote down every single thing that she said that Raquel does for her. Oh, no. I think we're going to go through all of oh, those. No. So, first she... <laughs> Hello. She's like, oh, she's my nanny. And Jasmine's like, you're a nanny. And she's you're like, what? yeah. And she's like, do you do you have kids? She said, no, I'm the kid. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, boy. Dating a 36-year-old man. Okay. She said, Raquel keeps her life together. Again, promote this woman yes, to assistant. She's, that, that's an assistant duty. However, the next thing she said that she does is she makes sure her bed is made every morning, which is not an assistant <laughs> duty. And to make sure that her bed is made every morning. I mean, I have news to you, Corinne. As an adult, you don't have to do that. No. And, <laughs> like, that phrasing, like, is, is Raquel making sure Corinne <laughs> made her bed? I'm picturing Corinne, like, doing making her bed, and Raquel's there, like, Corinne, no. The pillows are, like, yeah. stacked on one on top of each other, like, on the corner of the bed. And she's That's like, so is this funny. it? <laughs> Hospital corner, sweetie. <laughs> she says that she... She makes her cucumber, which is a good uh, thing. No. <laughs> you don't make cucumbers. You buy them, you cut them, you eat them, you don't make no, them. No, I imagine at the most that includes like olive oil and lemon juice and salt and pepper. Yeah. Which is not cooking. <laughs> I can't sure, explain. You cannot pay someone a salary to cut up a cucumber for you. I'm surely. in. If someone will do that, I'm really good at cutting up cucumbers. <laughs> in the wrong profession. I will do it. She also makes her vegetable slices for lunch. Which is, I guess, different than the cucumbers. <laughs> um, she makes her lemon salad because she knows exactly how much oil, lemon, and garlic salt that she likes on her salad. Okay, so I was close with the morning cucumbers. Yeah. But also, I'm, I kind of get that because my mom makes tea in a way that I cannot replicate <laughs> even if I do it with her. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just her nanny's love that's the secret ingredient. Or much like in 30 Rock, her tears <laughs> falling into the salad for where her life is gone. And the next thing that she says Raquel does is she makes her cheese pasta. I have so many questions. Okay. Do we think that cheese pasta is mac and cheese? Okay, now that's possible because <laughs> mac and cheese is not a universal phrase. In Canada, mm -hmm. mac and cheese is craft dinner. Excuse me? Yep. Because Kraft, you know, who makes the boxes right. of, like, Easy Mac and stuff, they universally call it Kraft Dinner. That's what it is in the advertisements. That's wild. Like, they're aware of mac and cheese. They know that's what it is, but no one calls it that. It's like calling, like, tissues, like, we call them Kleenex. Kleenex, yeah. But it's Kraft oh, Dinner. Kraft Dinner. Maybe that is, maybe just they use the boxes of Kraft Mac and Cheese, but... Uh, that was very strange to me. So I thought Jeez maybe pasta. this is like the weird mafia version of craft dinner. <laughs> well, at first I was like, this, maybe she means like fettuccine Alfredo or something. And I thought, mm. I bet <laughs> she means mac and cheese. And she says that she has tried so many times to make cheese pasta. And she can't <laughs> make it the way Raquel does. I imagine this poor nanny like microwaving Easy Mac and thinking <laughs> this girl... How does she keep doing this wrong? She almost burned the house down. <laughs> Corinne just keeps putting it in without the water. Like, Corinne, come on, you got to step by step. There's water in there. Yeah. Warm the noodles. Two steps to this process. Mm -hmm. I, I kind of got the feeling, though, 
that Nick wasn't put off by this news. He seemed intrigued. Yeah. Like, he, he, he looked like he thought it was funny, which it is funny, but also... Not if that's your life. No. <laughs> I think my, my reading of that was more him thinking like, so, not only will I marry into this super rich family, but I get a nanny that's going to do everything <laughs> for gonna me. She's going to make me cucumbers. <laughs> I get to have, like, sex in a bounce house. <laughs> eat cucumbers every morning. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He wasn't as put off by that as he should have been. <laughs> that is 100% right. And Corinne's only justification for all of this was that she just does it. It makes her happy. So Raquel, this is what makes Raquel happy. And she's not going to stop a woman's happiness. <laughs> yep. I'm sure she loves it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but of course, at the end of all of that, Danielle L. was the one that got the rose because she was, you know, fun and normal didn't have a nanny probably <laughs> i was really surprised that the backstreet boys didn't pick the like wasn't there someone that's a dallas cowboys cheerleader yeah okay birthday? i yeah i thought it was gonna be jasmine and that is who i picked in the well i guess we'll get to all the questions later but in the question of who they were going to serenade i guess jasmine mm-hmm. makes picked, sense yeah again i will say my and she's 29 she's older yeah she's a grown woman yep my misunderstanding of how group dates work <laughs> led me to pick, uh, I still don't remember most of their names, the blonde that's like almost a nurse but not a nurse. I don't almost know. A nurse? We'll get to it later. She's an unemployed <laughs> nurse. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, I picked mm. someone that didn't even go on the date because oh. I didn't know that was an option. Oh, yeah. I understand now. I'm sure I'm last place. <laughs> I think but. you're, Yeah. Unless there's someone else that has just forgotten to do it multiple weeks in a row. You're second to last <laughs> after someone who hasn't picked anything. Okay, well, I hope they keep misremembering. Mm-hmm. So then we move on to the one-on-one date with Vanessa. Good choice. Good choice. So they, Vanessa and Nick's date is to go on this plane with zero gravity mm-hmm. to feel like they're astronauts. And... Uh, <laughs> A friend of mine said that her husband walked in, like, right as that was coming up, and he was like, oh, all of my, like, aerospace engineering buddies in college had to go through that. They, had to, they called it the vomit comet. <laughs> <laughs> and then, lo and behold, I will say, vomit. I predicted last week, not really predicted, I joked because I thought it was insane, like, uh-huh. oh, someone will throw up in zero gravity. It <laughs> yep. happened. Yeah. Um, they missed a real opportunity. Where was the zero gravity hot tub? Oh my gosh, that would have been amazing. I really expect more of them at this point. I know. But um, one more, this is my nightmare written down. I don't like flying. Oh. That free, because it goes into a free fall. That's how Yeah, that is kind gravity. of like a, ooh. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. I think that with the lack of windows, I would have been okay. I wouldn't be able to know, like, <laughs> see that I'm like just yeah. falling through the air. I think I'd be okay with that. That is one of the things Michelle Collins tweeted. She said, have <laughs> they covered up all the windows so the contestants can't see themselves hurtling towards the ground? <laughs> I just couldn't do it. It makes me wonder what bevy of information they must be getting from these contestants when they start. Mm-hmm. Because it, I assume they didn't show up and do a lot of paperwork. I bet they cleared all this beforehand. Uh-huh. So they must have... All of the information you could want about these women. I'm just saying them was handing everyone all these insane waivers. Just like straight <laughs> at the top, they're like, 
Will you jump out of a plane? Will you <laughs> go to space? Will you? They're like, what does this mean? I'm like, don't worry about it. Just sign Just it. Just sign it. Has there ever been a contestant that says, like, oh, no, I'm not doing this? I really think there was one time where it was a bungee jumping type date, and she was like, uh, nope. <laughs> not going to do it. That's reasonable. I know. Because, see, they do the thing that they always do, which is that, I mean, she is, like, sick and, like, just miserable, like, the second mm-hmm. half of the day. And so Nick is, like, comforting her. And so she's like, oh, if he, I, I don't think I could have done it without him there. I'm like, this is called manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> You're purposefully being put into, like, a horrible situation. Uh-huh. And when he, quote, saves you from it. <laughs> You feel in, <laughs> indebted to him. Uh, yeah, not healthy. And let's be real, he didn't do anything other than sit on his elbow and watch other people hand her bike bags. <laughs> he did. He was just like supervising the other people, like helping her. Mm-hmm. I was, once I knew she was definitely going to throw up, I was thinking if they keep doing this dumb kissing in space thing, I really hope it's on <gasps> him. <laughs> Mid kiss. Uh, like, which, again, my nightmare. I don't throw up. I don't like airplanes. <laughs> I don't think I could have done this. Yeah. It seems like one of I, those things that would be silly to pass up. But, ooh, man. I think I would have liked it. And then afterwards, they're, like, kissing after she threw up. No, no, no. <laughs> She's like, I can't believe you're still kissing me. And I feel like he should have been like, I can't believe you're still kissing me after I basically <laughs> licked Corinne's boob. <laughs> That's why he has been desensitized. Yeah. What did he say after he did it? Like, it still tastes fine. Nope. Uh, <laughs> worse, that's worse. You're making it worse. But their actual date seemed to go pretty well. Yeah, that was really sweet. Like, yeah. him crying, like... That was surprising. <laughs> I I really don't think I've seen somebody cry like that on a date. Especially not the guy. Why? I don't get why he did it. He, he like... Because he said he was really nervous that coming onto the show that, like, None, none of the women would kind of work out, and he was, like, really excited that he did have, like, feelings for them or, like, the pain, and he was crying about it. Like, oh. Do you think they let people go on the initial one-on-one dates if they don't have some sort of sad story? Because, remember, she had her story about her grandfather dying. You're right. I was going to say, what was her sad story? It was getting a rose at his funeral. I saw a tweet, I think, and I don't remember who it was, but they basically said, like, sweetie, I don't think your grandfather is Chris Harrison-ing from beyond the grave (laughs) and giving you a rose at his funeral. (laughs) I think that's just a ubiquitous flower. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, One funny thing that did happen, my husband just happened to be walking through as I was watching this, Uh and he kind of, he stopped for a second, you know, as you do with any train wreck, (laughs) to see what was happening. And I kind of tell him what's going on anytime he does that. And I said, so this is Vanessa. Uh-huh. She is an actual adult with an actual job teaching special special needs children in Quebec. Quebec? Like, and she speaks three languages. And I think this is only funny to people that know him, but his response was, that's more than most people. <laughs> and I said, are you counting Greek and Hebrew in your languages that you speak? He said, Yeah. <laughs> So, he was so I guess that's impressive to others, but... <laughs> he said kind of four languages for him, and I truly have no idea what he's talking about. I don't know what this fourth language is. Latin? I don't, I don't know. Maybe he wrote his own language and he speaks <laughs> that too. But he was unimpressed with our three languages. <laughs> we'll ask him about it when he gets here with our food. <laughs> I did tell him, I'm putting that 
in the podcast. And he said, <laughs> no. I said, I'm already writing it down. But it did seem, I mean, it wasn't exciting to watch, but it was still like a boring, normal date. I knew, like, switching between the whole, like, the group date insanity to then go to the one-on-one dates is really disorienting. They're just <laughs> yeah. such different vibes. Like, it feels like two completely different shows. It does, and it's strange. Yeah. Are we moving on to the sports date? The sports date, indeed. All right. So the second group date was a sports date, as you mentioned. Again, written down. Also my nightmare. <laughs> Not athletic if you don't want to do it. I know. I was looking through... I went down another Instagram rabbit hole today, and Sarah, the, like, short, blonde, like, blunt yes. haircut, she said, she was like, I guess this is what I get for running on my limo date. She was like, um, not athletic, should not have done that, did not ask for this. <laughs> Set up the wrong expectations. Yeah. Well, we were wrong about the Olympians. That for, okay, that for sure was... The last thing I thought was happening, mm-hmm. and then there they were with Carl Lewis <laughs> and Allison Felix and Michelle Carter. Is that her last name? I, is she the one that did the... She did shot put. Shot put. I wanted to call it cat put. That's not a thing. <laughs> nope, I think I'm not a thing. catapult. <laughs> Which is also it. not a thing. <laughs> it is a thing, but not in the Olympics. Not in the Olympics. <laughs> Although I would love to see Olympic catapulting. Ooh, Olympic human catapulting. Chunkin. <laughs> Perfect. We should write for the Olympics. I think so. <laughs> I didn't know who the Olympians were. I'm not really? as much of an You're a very Olympic. <laughs> I <team>. am. <laughs> Kaylee loves I the Olympics. I love the Olympics. So, Allison Felix, she, I think she has the most gold medals for a female runner. And then Carl Lewis was, um, I think he had the most gold medals for any mm-hmm. runner. And I think that Usain Bolt has now tied that. Oh, Anyway. Well, so, we need to get him back to the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. Stand Carl up Lewis for America. And then Michelle, I remember her specifically, like, her, they don't show shot put much except unless it's, like, you know, yeah. an American. <clears throat> so it showed her winning, and she just was, like, funny. Like, I don't know. She was real animated and fun. Yeah. It's always, like, a fun thing to watch somebody win that's, like, really excited about it. Yes. Obviously. Isn't she also a makeup artist or something? Yes. Yes, she is. That's such a cool combination of I know. It's good for her. She looked great. She killed it. It was a great story. Well, I feel bad for not knowing who they were. I wrote down, who are these people? Did NBC let the Olympians out of their holding area? Because <laughs> I still assume NBC owns the Olympians uh-huh. for the four years until the next Olympics. I, yeah. They're just in, like, this training camp, just, like, churning out <laughs> Olympians. It's like the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. They just stay there and train and put on crazy fire suits. Yeah. Makes sense to me. <laughs> With varying degrees of Ralph Lauren polo shirts. Yes. <laughs> So they do a bunch of, like, just weird sort of, what are they called, the Nicathalon? I thought that was pretty clever. <laughs> <laughs> that was great A puns from great a show. Great A puns. <laughs> because whatever, oh, Rachel. Was it Rachel that uh-huh. said, I would like to track and field Nick? And I thought, good try, I guess, but that's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, I was that like, no, nope, doing that. Any sense. Nope. <laughs> track and field. <laughs> I appreciate the effort, but. <laughs> So after doing all of those different challenges, then they picked what three of the girls that were like yeah, the best. Yeah, did, did they combine their times, or was I it like know. one person from each event? Says okay, so it looks like like Rachel kind of made sense. She seemed to like kind of yeah. like excel at the other things, and then Astrid 
girl needed to go home and put on a real sports bra. <laughs> that poor girl. That must have been so uncomfortable. But, yeah, it just made me sit there and like, I was like oh, do the running down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> no bra thing. Yeah. I was like, oh, girl. I feel like they gave it to her just for like, <laughs> congrats on overcoming your enormous boobs for this sports <laughs> day. Here, you have made it to the end. For a second, I was wondering, are they going to acknowledge this? Because... <laughs> I'm not even a man or anyone who's attracted to women. And I was like, dang, girl, you got to get those under control. I know. You're going to pop an eye out. <laughs> or another contestant's eye. Like, yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. <sighs> Just even overall, most of them looked great for, I assume it's hot. I don't mm-hmm. know. And you're running around. I immediately look like garbage <laughs> as soon as I get overworked. Uh-huh. And again, not athletic. It happens real fast. <laughs> Just red. Yeah. One of the other reasons this is my nightmare. There's like whatever false eyelashes I put on just falling down my face. <laughs> There's a trail of lashes down the cheeks. <laughs> it would not be pretty. <laughs> and then I think the third one was Alexis, the shark girl. Is that right? That sounds right. I don't know. Sure. Right enough. <laughs> and so then they have the three-person race. That... Was really funny. Like it was funny. Kara and I watching, like we were like screaming as that was going on. It was just... <laughs> so they run out, and Rachel is like killing them all, like of easily. Course. Yeah. And then reaches for that ring and drops it, and then tries to go back to grab it, and it shattered. It shattered. <laughs> that was amazing. Why did it shatter like that? It looks like cheap plastic. I don't know. There must have been some weight to that. Fake ring. I don't know what they did, but I really hope that's foreshadowing for the end. <laughs> that I think would be great. I tweeted like it's the Bachelor's Hillary's glass ceiling. Like maybe they're <laughs> doing this too soon with the engagement ring stuff. Yeah. Maybe let's give it some time. <laughs> but good for Astrid. Good for Astrid. Quicker beats no well, not that quick. <laughs> quick enough at the end to grab the ring the what was left of the <laughs> ring and to get to the hot tub. It was a true tortoise and hair situation. It really was. Except it was like tortoise person weighed down by their breasts. Yeah. <laughs> She couldn't have run faster. No. I really, I was really waiting for them to, like, jump into the hot tub, like, shoes and all, and just be horrible, and they're like, ugh. Which is basically what they did. No, I mean, they, like... She was in her workout gear. Yes. Yeah, that's true. But not with shoes. That's true. (laughs) They give them some level of dignity. Yeah. I didn't love Nick in the hot tub just watching these women... Compete for his attention. It was a little creepy. Like, he seemed too close. For, I don't know. There's something definitely kind of creepy in this town. It made me write down, does this show pass the Bechdel test? <laughs> of course it does Which is shocking because this is probably one of the most female-driven shows mm-hmm. on TV that's not written by Shonda Rhimes. Uh-huh. And, I mean, for anyone who doesn't know what the Bechdel test is, it was written by... Was it written by Bechdel? Well, it was she, about her comic book. Oh. That's probably not important for explaining it, but it's a series of questions that you ask about entertainment to determine whether or not there are any actual female characters. So the first question is, are there more than two women? Mm-hmm. Check. We're good. There are more than two women. Definitely. Do the women ever talk to each other? Check. We're good. They do. But then the third question is, do they ever talk to each other about something that's not a man? Mm. And I'm struggling to think of any talk. I guess they talk about Corinne. Does that make it? <laughs> I don't know. Cor- Corinne has 
Sussex actually created the Bechdel test success in the show. She has made this a feminist program <laughs> by getting trashed constantly for her choices and life decisions. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. What sort of vortex has this created? Uh-huh. Oh, no. Oh, I no. wish I had thought about this more before bringing it up. I really... I'm trying to think if they talk about... I'm thinking, surely they must talk about, like... Getting ready? Yeah, it's like lashes. But I feel like that doesn't count because they're still just doing it to go on a date. Uh-huh. Well, oh, no, I was <clears throat> going to say Jade and Tana's wedding, but they were still just talking about Nick. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, no. Well, I'll keep my eyes peeled yeah, next time. Be looking, listeners, if you see anything that passes the Bechdel test on these please, two hours of know. show with hundreds of women, <laughs> tweet at us, please. Tweet at us. <laughs> So instead of the cocktail party, they decide to have a pool party <laughs> where all the honeys are, like the same hotel says. Yes. <laughs> I wrote down this one. Still a nightmare, but less so. And uh, <laughs> so Corinne brings out that bouncing castle, which I'm assuming Raquel blew up like uh, yeah. <laughs> by hand. Or at least arranged for her. Yeah, for sure. They're bouncing around like that. Watching them bounce around in that bouncy castle, it was, like, genuinely, I mean, it was uncomfortable in, like, a myriad of ways, but, (laughs) (laughs) like, when he's holding her hands and they're jumping, I was like, she literally looks like a child. Like, he literally looks like he is with, like, he's babysitting a niece or something. (laughs) He's like, well, jump around. Yeah. And I was like, oh, boy. And then she just pounces on him. She went for it. Really went for it. And again, he seemed pretty into it. Yeah. I mean... I guess that's, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't want to, like, fault them for, like, whatever, having fun. But it is so uncomfortable when you know and they know that there are all these yes. women within eyesight of what's happening. It's like, ooh, that is so uncomfortable. Yeah. On Shark Girl's Instagram, she posted a side-by-side. It was a picture of Nick and Corinne in the bouncy castle. And the other was, I, I tried to look back at the... I couldn't, I didn't see it in the footage, but it's her, like, and it's from the episode, like, it's like mm-hmm. a grainy shot of a TV, you can tell, and it's Alexis flipping them off, <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, here's something else you can bounce on, it's <laughs> what a delight, I know, I hope she sticks around for a while, I do too, uh, yeah, they're two consenting adults, so whatever, but, I mean, Nick earlier was talking about how he learned that his actions affect other people, uh-huh. I guess he Specifically the that. other, like, 20 people that you're living yeah. with. And again, when Corinne was really coming on hard. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he learned much from the Cool Whip incident. <laughs> no. And I, when he got to the pool party, one of the first things they showed was Raven, like, slathering oh, yeah. him in sunscreen. I don't know if you've been in a bouncy castle as an adult. Mm, it's been a while. We had one at my niece's birthday party over the summer. She was turning, like, four, and that's the best way to wrangle six small kids is just throw them in a bounce bounce house, a bounce castle. It was July, so it was literally 100 degrees. <gasps> ah, it was so hot. Like, you immediately are just covered in sweat. I imagine if you have sunscreen on, there's just some sort of disgusting liquid like, it's, it becomes a safety hazard to be that slippery <laughs> in a bounce house. I looked it up. When are they filming this? Probably, like, October. Yeah. 
the weather in Malibu in October, their usual high is 75. So it's not going to be the oven that my bouncy mm-hmm. castle was that but I went to. still not cool. And those holes to get into the houses are not adult sized. Nope. So I would like to see video of them climbing in and out because I bet that was pretty <laughs> We didn't see him get in. I feel like he struggled a little bit mm-hmm. getting in there. But I bet it wasn't his his first try. <laughs> but I wouldn't recommend it as an like get a trampoline. Why not just get a trampoline? I guess then you can't be a princess, but Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then Raven kind of outs outs Corinne as a nanny having child. Mm-hmm. Which Nick was like, What? Funny. <laughs> Again, or something. Not concerned like nope. you should have been. Mm-mm. Like, what would your reaction be if you were dating somebody and then I I approach you, which is a slightly different situation. I'm not also trying to date you, but I approach you sure. and just like, hey, as your friend, I did some internet sleuthing and your boyfriend <laughs> has a nanny. <laughs> I would be really upset. Yeah. He doesn't know how to wash a spoon. Oh, yeah. It's too much. It is too much. I mean, like, when she says, I'm a kid, it's like, ugh. She just, that's just, that's the whole thing. She's too immature for this, for marriage in general, I think, at this for point. Life. Like, just, like, just give it a few years. I'm sure she'll work it all mm-hmm. out, but now is not the time. No. I want someone to hand her a laptop and say, pay a utility bill and see what she does. <laughs> Because I don't think anything good would happen. <laughs> no. Um, the other thing I noticed at the pool party was Nick had on this necklace, which he kept throwing behind him, and it looked like it was missing the little tiki man from the Brady Bunch episode. I don't know <laughs> if you're familiar with the Brady Bunch. A the, little bit. They go to Hawaii, and they mm-hmm. find this tiki necklace that is cursed, and they have to, like, I think they throw it in a volcano or something, but that's what this necklace looks like, and I don't know why he was wearing it. I'll tell you what it is. Oh, it's no. a It's a mic. It's just this mic for, like, their mic packs. Oh. Because on Bachelor in Paradise, all of the guys had them. And I was like, why do they all have the same douchey <laughs> necklace? And then it finally dawned on me, like, it's it, they have to oh. wear it. It's, like, strapped in in the back to the mic pack. Is that why he had it flipped around? Yeah. Like they were doing at the Oscars last year? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, it was really fugly. <laughs> If they can source a bounce house in short notice, like, they can find a better way to do that. Put it in his hair. <laughs> yeah, those little hair bags. Yeah, I don't know. It was really ugly and very distracting. <laughs> I know. It's not their best idea. So is this also when all of the other girls came to warn him about Corinne? I guess. Okay, yeah, because we saw Vanessa, She and she kind of calls him out and is like, I mean, what's the deal, guy? What are we doing? <laughs> the true MVP of this episode. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I I, don't know, I guess that was just kind of the cliffhanger they ended on, was just, hey, guess what? Corinne is as annoying as she seems. <laughs> I can't imagine that. It's Everything like past you. Is true. I mean, I really liked, but when Vanessa was talking to Nick, she is obviously a teacher. Like, you can tell she is used to talking to smart kids who are making bad choices. (laughs) Because she said, I'm not disappointed in Corinne. I'm disappointed in your actions. Yeah. Which, that is, she's going to be a good mom one Mm -hmm. day. She's killing it. If you're going to marry somebody, she's a contender. For sure. And I, in that moment, I kind of thought, like, he's going to send her home. (laughs) The second she said, I'd rather not be here, I thought, "Mm mm-mm, that's a bad choice. And we have seen in this episode Uh and the last episode. 
Yeah. I don't think he's about that. He doesn't want to hear bad things about himself. Yeah. I forgot to even say that Dominique got sent uh, got sent home at, on the group date. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> so in the cocktail party afterwards, and she goes and talks to Nick and says that she didn't get a fair shot. Which at first I was annoyed with because I thought she was specifically referring to getting to, like, the end picking thing. I was like, he didn't even have a choice in that. Oh, <laughs> Carl Lewis. What complaint to Carl Lewis? But I think she just... She was saying to somebody that she felt like he didn't really talk to her and all this. And I feel like that's just kind of how it goes. Sometimes there are just people that yeah. fall through the cracks. It's like they don't talk a lot during the rose ceremony. They mm-hmm. just hope for a like a date and then a one-on-one date doesn't happen. They just are like, well, yeah. honestly, I hardly know you. And we've had a couple of times together. Yeah. This is kind of it. I really want someone to say, Bachelor, I hardly knew her. <laughs> When they let somebody go, because I would really enjoy that. But they don't have the the great pun writer that no. that you would. Bring. I will go on this staff if they will bring me to Malibu. I will live with that family that lives in this mansion. I'm sure you saw this story, right? No. Oh, it was floating around the internet a few days ago. So the <gasps> the Kardashian like throwaway mansion. Uh-huh. A family lives there. Oh, my word. They leave for something like two or three months at a time while the uh-huh. show is filmed. They repaint every room that they're using. They take out all the family's furniture, put in the bachelor furniture. I assume fumigate afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> but that family lives there, and they, I guess they film, like, some commercials and TV shows there, too. It is, I want to say, a six-bedroom, nine-bathroom house in Malibu. And that, he just rinse it out. That is incredible. They have pictures. I'll, say, I'll put the link on Twitter. Yeah, do that. But they have pictures of the house when it's not in use for The Bachelor, and it is so dark. I mean, it's very, it like... It is pretty dark. Like, our mom's taste of, like, uh-huh. dark woods and dark fabrics. Yeah. With, you know, animal prints that are very classy. Mm-hmm. They do a much better job when it's on The Bachelor. It's at least <laughs> fun. Yeah. There's nice furniture, but... That's Wild. crazy. I mean, I People used to want to go to, like, the Downton Abbey castle, but this takes a <laughs> This is more feasible. I'd rather go tour that. He said that often, the homeowner said that often, there are people who don't understand that the show is not happening in real time that will, like, try to climb over the gate um, to get into the Bachelor house. Mm-hmm. Which it was also a, a storyline on some TV show. There were a bunch of nerds that were developing. It's Bang Bang Theory. They did that What's on it? Bang Bang Theory. Yeah. That's like one of the few episodes I've seen. They were like, it's being filmed in this house. We have to go yes. find it. And they, yeah. So that may have been some like insider Hollywood information. Mm-hmm. But they would be those dummies. Well, they might have had the real information. Who knows? But anyway, it's a house. People really live there. Yeah. Back to Dominique. I don't think it's Nick's job to seek her out. I would agree. Because like there was... One, I don't think it was Dominique. I think it was somebody else who at the end of a cocktail party said, I didn't even talk to him. I literally did not speak to him. I'm like, girl, you had, I mean, we know that you're, y'all sit there and talk all night. Like, just go, you have to, you have to be assertive at least a little bit Mm -hmm. because, I mean, he can't keep track of all y'all. He probably has no idea that he hasn't talked to you until it's the end of the night and he sees you and is like, (laughs) who are you? Whoops. Like you gotta get in there. Yeah, it's not his job. I, what she's looking for is a normal dating relationship uh-huh. where you're dating someone and you both seek each other out. Uh-huh. That's not what this is. No, you have to. You have to stand out. Which, mm-hmm. I mean, and she is like a beautiful person. Yeah, she is gorgeous. Yes. 
So, I mean, that obviously is not, like, the issue. She needs yeah. to just go talk to him. Yeah. And I'm sure, like we've talked about before, none of these women are probably used to rejection or not being sought after. Yep. That, I think that is probably a big thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, maybe we should write a comedy show that's The <laughs> Bachelor with normal-looking people. Uh-huh. I would love to see that. Yeah. With, like, one really good-looking person. <laughs> but so confused by everything happening uh-huh. around them. <laughs> yeah. I really... I don't know how I felt about him sending her home so quickly. I think it was a good thing to do, but... I think she honestly was, like, very accusatorial. I think if yeah. she had just said, like, hey, I don't feel like I really really got to talk to you much today. Like, it, it just I feel like the tone was, like, really... Yeah. Attack. <laughs> it was. That's fair. And so he was kind of like, okay, I mean. Mm. Yeah, like if you're at this point now, what's going to happen if there's five of you? Yeah. I don't know. I know ideally I think it would have been nice if he had said like, well, let's see how the rest of the evening goes. Yeah. And then just not give her a rose. And then she feels like she got a chance. Yeah. And you don't have to call your Uber again. <laughs> you yeah. don't picked up. Yeah. I don't know, if I'm one of the Bachelor... No, they're not Bachelorettes. They're just contestants. Well, I think they kind of call them the Bachelorettes. Okay. Well, if I'm one of the other women, I'm getting worried about having conversations with him because he just keeps sending them uh-huh. home. Don't start any tough one-on-one conversations. Nope. <laughs> He's got one hand on the Uber driver. <laughs> we'll still see. We'll see how Vanessa goes. Yeah. I don't think that she didn't send home. I don't think so either. I like her for pretty late in the season. I don't yeah. want to give away any of my picks. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how that, that goes. This week, we're going to start a new segment, paying tribute to those we lost on The Bachelor during this last episode. In memoriam, our first person to go away was Lacey. Sorry, girl. You're going to have to get your homes elsewhere. Next was Haley. Listen, Haley, you're from Vancouver, Vanessa's from Montreal, there's only room for one Canadian in this town. Elizabeth. I literally don't know who you are. Dominique. When you threw that javelin and it somehow didn't even go as far as the length of the javelin itself, you should have packed it up right then. In addition to the women who will no longer be competing for Nick's heart, we lost a few other things this week. Such as Vanessa's lunch, a Monday night free of crudely censored bikini butts during the pool party. Probably, <laughs> probably Astrid's sports bra. <laughs> that prop ring that we hope is telling us of Nick's future. Hopefully, the bouncy castle, because no kids should go in there after this episode. And I can only assume Corinne's nanny's cheese pasta recipe, which is going to die with her, Corinne will never find out. <laughs> R.I.P. everyone. R.I.P. Let's kiss into the sky. Mm-hmm. You'll be remembered. Never forgotten. Always in our hearts. So now we'll transition into the fantasy Ooh. league questions. It's hard after feeling so much. I know, we've had to really regroup. Pass out tissues. So, as Kaylee said, I did not do well this week, <laughs> um, despite my prediction that, yes, someone would throw up in zero gravity. Didn't help me. Mm-hmm. 
also, while we are pulling up our league stats, I will say I was thanking everyone's lucky stars that Corinne was not given a javelin at any point. <laughs> I think it would be like that thing in either the Iliad or the Odyssey where all the soldiers are lined up in a row and then the hero, was it Homer? He's uh-huh. the... He's the star. No, he's the writer. Odysseus. Odysseus, yes. And he throws a spear through all of them. And and I know this from Wishbone. (laughs) (laughs) Any listeners who are around, you know, 25 to 30, you'll remember Wishbone. All my classic literature knowledge is for Wishbone. I don't know if you're joking, but I'm pretty sure that's true for me. (laughs) But I distinctly remember seeing the javelin and thinking, she's going to Wishbone those girls. She's there. (laughs) So thank goodness that didn't happen. Well, how did you do this week? Um, I think I did okay. I feel like I each time I've gotten about like 50-50. Which is pretty good for the crapshoot. I know. A lot of them are literal just guesses in the dark. Yeah. Oof, yeah, I can't even. I am in sixth place. <laughs> I didn't get any points, did I? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, I started with 20 points, and then, you know, I may have gotten two more questions right. Yeah. That's not great. (laughs) You'll get there. You're still learning. All my research is bound to help me at some point. Yeah. So the first question is, the Backstreet Boys visit the mansion this week. What hint do they give the Bachelorettes about an upcoming date? The options are, hope you're not afraid to fly, don't wear makeup, no heels, and crying isn't allowed. Mm-hmm. I guess no heels, because, again, I with my Ashley Eye intel, I was pretty <laughs> certain that they were dancing and did not need heels for that. I just, I were they wearing heels, though? I think they were in, like, tennis shoes. They were okay. kind of all in, like, workout gear. Because people dance in heels all the time. Yeah. That, I didn't pick that. I picked Hope You're Not Afraid to Fly. Mm-hmm. I don't remember why. I don't think I went with my plan which was to go against every instinct I have which I'll try this week yeah hopefully it'll go better the second question was instead of a traditional cocktail party Nick opts for which of the following pizza party ugly sweater party masquerade party or pool party I think we went for the same thing on this one I thought masquerade party I did too and I thought that I had seen previews for them doing that in the future, but now I'm honestly wondering if I'm just confusing all of the Fifty Shades Darker commercials because <laughs> those air a lot during and they have the, the masks that they put yep. on. <laughs> I thought, oh no, is mm. that just what I'm thinking of? Maybe it was just subliminal messaging for us. Yeah, because obviously they did a pool party, which was my initial reaction. I mean, that's what they typically do, yeah. but I really thought that we saw them do a masquerade. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, I guess when you've spent all of your money on an anti-gravity airplane, you're like, listen, we don't have the manpower to shoot this. We don't have the costumes. We've spent all the money. You guys just need to stay here. Do what you'd be doing anyway. The next question is, true or false, someone will throw up on a date with Nick? I stupidly said no. (laughs) I picked true. (laughs) Why do you put that if it doesn't happen? (laughs) Okay, that's a good point. And I'm, again... I finally predicted throwing up in zero gravity. But I'm pretty sure I still got a bunch of questions wrong beyond that. So, who knows? The next question is, one of Nick's group dates with this week involves 
swimming with dolphins, being an astronaut for a day, skydiving in Malibu, or meeting Olympic athletes? I went with astronaut because of the throwing up, probably. Yeah. I I had... I guessed, um, I think being an astronaut for a day, but then, like an hour before the show aired, The Bachelor tweeted out pictures of them with the athletes, with Olympian <laughs> athletes. They were like, tune in to see Allison Felix, and I was like, oh, oh. And I like went in at the last second and changed my answer. So this is collusion with mm-hmm. The Bachelor Twitter account. <laughs> Stay up on that t- Bachelor Twitter account. They have no problem spoiling all of their questions. I still have hopes that one day they will swim with dolphins and then all of the bachelorettes will be like, oh, we're good. We're going to stay here. <laughs> Nick, you can go back to that mansion. You have to choose between Nick or the dolphins. Yeah. Um, that's a show I want to see. Mm-hmm. The next question is, true or false, a bachelorette will take a dip in a hot tub with Nick during this episode. Duh. Duh. And at first, I, I thought about putting false just to, I don't know, I thought maybe they were trying to throw us off by having that mm-hmm. same question two weeks in a row, and I thought, no. <laughs> This is, this is the, the Bachelor. <laughs> they are doing a hot tub. I'm now looking forward since they didn't do an anti-gravity hot tub. And like in the preview for Passenger, how you see Jennifer Lawrence just floating in that <laughs> bubble of water. Uh-huh. At least do a hot tub time machine. Yeah. I mean, have them like dress up for an 80s party. And then at the end, you know, you get to do a hot tub time machine. Mm-hmm. Because the 80s for them is, is like a century ago. <laughs> That's ancient history. But I think that's the end of the questions that I got right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the next one is, which of the following is not on one of Nick's date cards this week? I read this correctly this time. Still (laughs) did not get it correct. But the options were, sometimes you have to leap. Or, I'm done playing the field. Mm -hmm. Everybody. (laughs) As we remember. Yes. And, you make me feel like I'm floating. Mm -hmm. I went with playing the field. I went with sometimes you have to leap. Because I, I thought that there would be skydiving, but I did not think it would be... Or wait, no. No, that's not right. I, I <laughs> Okay, after I saw the Olympians situation, I thought, okay, that I bet playing the field goes with that. And so I thought the floating... I thought they would do the skydiving and not the astronaut thing yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's what I went with. But. And playing the field, I mean, it does have track and field in the name, but you don't play the field when you're running track. Playing the field is like a baseball term, isn't it? Yes. It doesn't. <laughs> Again, they need a better pun writer on this show if it's going to be so central. And the last question is, one girl will have a fairy tale moment. I would hardly call an opera no. one-on-one dance in front of, a, like, <laughs> a dozens of people to be a fairy tale moment, but whatever. One girl will have a fairy tale moment with Nick while being serenaded by the Backstreet Boys. Who will that be? I guess Jasmine, the... NBA cheer, mm-hmm. like, NBA dancer, but I, I went with Josephine, who is, in fact, an unemployed nurse. I was correct that. about that. <laughs> but she didn't even go on this date. Again, no. I didn't understand the premise of group dates. Well, <laughs> well, they also tweeted out a picture of them all with the Backstreet Boys. A, dancing. B, it showed most of the girls, not all, but most of the girls that were on the mm-hmm. date. So, again... Hang on that Bachelor Twitter account. (laughs) I will say I really missed um, Danielle M. Yeah, she wasn't really around all week. Nope. She popped up for one second before the pool party. Mm -hmm. Was there anyone else who didn't get to go on a date with him that is memorable at all? I mean, Josephine didn't. 
That's true. Um, Are all of these people listed on the Fantasy League for choices? They're all still in the game, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're not leaving, like, misleading women on here. Like, so many of these people. Raven didn't go on one. Taylor didn't go on one. Right? Or no? Was Taylor on the? Whatever. I don't know. Who knows at this point? They also had us lock down our guesses for the final four, which get to go on the hometown dates, and who we think will he will pick for the final rose. Okay. I'm okay. I I made my picks. I really feel very very unsure because <laughs> I don't feel like we really have any idea until there's like maybe six women left. Okay. There's still so many. So I'm I'm curious what your picks are. What are, you go first? Um, I might have to scroll down to remember their names. I went with Danielle, my favorite, uh-huh. as one of the hometown dates. Yep. Rachel. Yes. Another hometown date. Raven. Uh-huh. And then I picked as the winner, Vanessa. Okay. Because this series seems to like Canadians a lot. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. She's just an adult with a job that would probably get a green card if she married him. <laughs> like, they, they all have lots of things going for them. Uh-huh. But... I don't know. I just, they keep editing Vanessa into things in the beginning in a way that didn't make any sense before their one-on-one date. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, why would they have done that if it wasn't going to be important later? That's true. Because, I mean, almost every time it's a girl that we've kind of seen a lot of mm-hmm. beforehand. Except for one season, Sean Lowe, who was one of the <laughs> Bachelor brain trust of yes. cases and advice. <laughs> The girl that he picked was literally, I mean, I don't think she even had a talking head on screen until, like, halfway through the season. It was oh, really no. weird. Which, she ended up being great, and they're actually, like, one of the big, like, success stories in the show. <laughs> like, they're very cute together, and they're very funny, and, like, have a kid together now. And, but it was weird because she really was not the front runner at all. Hmm. Well, then that may have just pushed my theory over the edge. I feel pretty good about who I picked, other than Raven. I think the three 30-year-old women are going to be there. I, the other one just seems like a wild card to me. I kind of did the same thing. Of like Three I kind of think yeah. are possible, and one just kind of wild card. Because I would feel really skeeved out if he proposed to like a 22-year-old. That's too young. Sophie, of course it's too young. They're all at least 23. <laughs> <laughs> so my picks were Danielle M., same. Of course. Rachel, same. The third one I picked was Sarah, who was like, I don't know. She did. I kind of did my two who I thought were among the best, and then the other two were a little bit more wild cards. So mm-hmm. it's Sarah. We haven't seen that much from her, but she's like very cute, very bubbly. Mm-hmm. That seemed like something that could sustain through the rest of the, <laughs> the show. And I picked um, Brittany. That was my real like wild card. I was just kind of going through. Like I kept trying going back and forth on Vanessa because that was definitely one that I thought maybe the final four and then I was like well there's usually at least one girl that I think is one of the front runners that gets cut yeah so I, I decided to cut her and I picked Brittany as kind of like a you know dark horse to mm-hmm. kind of advance in the end but my final rose pick was Danielle M yes which I I feel really torn about that because kind of like we discussed last week she's someone who I feel like is one of the best choices but I don't really know how well they're relationship will stand up across the yeah. rest of the show so yeah I don't know I just felt dumb not picking her so I don't know. even just for the experience of their one-on-one dates with the situation that they're in like his one-on-one date with Danielle was just 
oh, we're in a hot tub on a boat. Mm-hmm. But then his other one, I'm sure he felt like with Vanessa, like he's helping her, and they went through something together. Yeah, and they it's were like in outer experience. space. <laughs> and in this condensed time, that might feel like something more. Uh-huh. And I still think Danielle is a really good choice for the Bachelorette. Yeah, yeah. But also, who knows? <laughs> so next week's questions. Um, the first question is: The Bachelorettes get to travel this week. Where does Nick? Whisk them off to. Okay, before you read these answers, one of these is not a place you get whisked to. <laughs> Continue, please. Mm-hmm. Um, Malibu, Madrid, Miami, and Milwaukee. Okay. <laughs> no, you, you get... the bucks. <laughs> you get taken to Milwaukee. You don't get whisked there. Yeah. What, what, do, you, what do you think? Well, aren't they already in Malibu? Yep. <laughs> Exactly. Okay. Um, I isn't it too early? Well, I don't know. They go to other countries all the time, right? They do. I don't know why they would go to Miami. It seems to give Corinne an unfair advantage. <laughs> it's her home turf. Ooh, this is hard. Madrid is the only one. That sounds like you're being whisked somewhere. Yes, but is it a distractor? I would agree that Madrid sounds like the only actual whisking. However, <laughs> one of the later questions, we can get into that later, but I, I think it's Milwaukee. Okay, well, that makes sense, but you don't get whisked to Milwaukee. <laughs> no. The only thing that gets whisked in Milwaukee is cheese into other cheese. <laughs> the second question is, true or false, a bachelorette will take a dip in a hot tub okay. with Nick during the sunset. Okay. <laughs> I feel like... You know when you're taking a Scantron test and mm-hmm. you get like C, 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 and, and you, you think show, it like, can't it be can't C? Be <laughs> they definitely go in a hot tub, right? Isn't that their reward for everything? Yeah. I mean, what what is a week on The Bachelor without a hot tub? Maybe it will be a hot tub full of melted cheese. Maybe. I want them to go oh, full on Milwaukee. that's a good point. If they go to Milwaukee, then there's probably not going to be a hot tub. Okay. Does Nick have one at his house? Do they have a giant Maybe. hot tub for his 40-person family? <laughs> Maybe. The next one is, which of the following is on one of Nick's date cards this week? You are the main event. Pun on main. Like, like a horse. Like a horse. Say cheese. Can you take the heat? Or love begins here. So this one is one. Is You're thinking on the is one. one. And they all seem possible. I hope it's say cheese. I and they're whisking cheese. <laughs> <laughs> they're whipping up some Milwaukee cheese. Yeah. That seems Maybe. too obvious, but also go against my instincts. Yeah. That yeah. has to be what it or is. Or they could be, I mean, there's probably horses in Wisconsin, I assume. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Can you make cheese out of a horse? Sure. <laughs> I'm really going to beat this cheese to death. <laughs> I'm going full Milwaukee. I can really help the writing staff on so. this show. Next question is, true or false, someone will talk to Corinne about her behavior. <laughs> I mean, that seems inevitable for sure. Yeah. I hope it's Taylor, a mental health professional. Uh-huh. Maybe that's where their animosity that they previewed for next week comes from. Maybe. Again, I'm going to say an actual adult would not get sucked into Corinne's mess. Uh-uh. You, you don't see any of the adult women Mm-mm. letting Corinne bait them. No. Taylor seems very smart. But she needs 
some school of hard knocks. <laughs> I get some live experience. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure that Taylor does. Yeah. Next question is: What does Nick admit he once did for twelve dollars? <laughs> Jumped in a river, streaked at a baseball game, drank two gallons of milk, or shaved his head. You cannot drink two gallons of milk. It's impossible to drink one. I. I can't imagine that's it. Especially at age 12. Like, that's too... No, oh, wait, $12. This could have been last <laughs> week. could have been last year. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping a grown man isn't being paid $12 <laughs> to do something random, but who knows? Well, I mean, jumped in a river makes sense if they're in Milwaukee and it's cold. Yeah. I kind of get streaked at a baseball game. That seems right. He seems like a person who would want to have excuses he to get naked like in front of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and shaved his head like... He seems too vain. Yeah, I don't think, again, I don't think now or ever he has let someone touch his hair. <laughs> Next question, true or false, Nick will take a bachelorette on a romantic horseback ride. Okay, let's look at the questions. <laughs> right, so we have the main event. We have the, mm-hmm. the, so I think the horse situation, I think that was that and the next question are what made me think the last Okay. So that because I mean, you could go on a horseback ride in Madrid. Yeah, for Spanish horses. But the next question, Nick <laughs> runs into his blank while on a date with this week. So I mean, because the choices are what kindergarten teacher, ex girlfriend, best friend, personal trainer. So let's say everyone he knows moves to Madrid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. I kind of think that he's not gonna run into those people not in his hometown. So. <laughs> What are the chances that his personal trainer has gone to Miami and they just run into each other? I'd say personal trainer in Miami seems very likely. That's However, true. <laughs> I'm with you. They're going to Milwaukee. They're going to ride a horse in Milwaukee in a I'm hot not, tub full of cheese. Who do they into, though? Sorry, but I spit on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Um, ex-girlfriend seems too obvious. That might be it, though. I'm torn between ex-girlfriend and kindergarten teacher. But there's no drama if you run into a kindergarten teacher. No, but it just would be kind of funny. Like, especially if she has, like, no idea that he, like, That's has true. become this bachelor personality. It's just like, oh, hi, Nick. Like, why are there all these TV cameras? He's like, well, I was on a show. I was on another show. I was on another show. And now I'm on this show. <laughs> we find love. We hang out for hours at a time. And we get married. I don't feel like best friend is a good answer because your best friend would know. Yeah, you don't run into a best... No. No. Not not when you're in town filming your TV show. Yeah. It has to be, like, your trainer you see. Yeah. It, it has to be ex-girlfriend or teacher, I think. Yeah. But we'll see. What if it's, run, like, quote, runs into an ex-girlfriend? It's just, like, Caitlin, like, hanging out. She's <laughs> like, hey, guys. We're like, oh, God. What if it's Caitlin and her personal trainer boyfriend yeah no like surprise we hang out all the time sean is nick's personal trainer (laughs) he loves yelling at him in the gym how many one-on-one dates will nick go on this week one i mean i that's (gasps) typically the formula well let's think about everything they have to fit in next week's episode they did not do a rose ceremony that's gonna eat up some time they have to explain and then show everyone getting ready for the travel to be whisked away to Milwaukee. Yeah. So that doesn't usually take long. I mean, they'll, like, the say something about it, but they don't go into it that much, the prep for it. Well, it could be. I don't. Why would they put this question if there's not 
a weird number other than no. zero or three. Because the choices are from zero to three. I think I'm I'm viewing this as though it's a real test because I work at a university, so sometimes we <laughs> talk to students about like, oh, it's Test a distractor. Taking. You need to watch out for this, but th that's not what this is. No, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's probably just. I mean, I'm gonna. I mean, it's either gonna be. It's definitely not three. Obviously, that would be wild. So it's. I'd say one or two. I might go with three then because if it makes okay. no sense, mm -hmm. my instinct says zero. Yeah. I, I can't wait till I get to a two-on-one. Have you heard about the two-on-one dates? I, I saw one episode of that with Chad in the woods. Yes. They're always so awkward. And they always pick two people. So they would probably do one between, like, Corinne and Taylor. They always pick two people that hate each other. <laughs> so it's, like, maximum awkwardness for everyone. Well, they have to do that before they get rid of Corinne, which I hope is going to be soon. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. I mean, she may end up missing Raquel so much she just leaves. That's true. <laughs> no man is worth not getting my cucumbers. <laughs> Which are impossible to get any other way. No one else makes cucumbers the way Raquel does. <laughs> the very last question is, who receives a rose from Nick on a group date that's not fit for a princess? This is a really weird question. <laughs> yeah. Does that mean the date is fit? Wait. I think the group date is not fit the, for a princess. Maybe they all go horseback riding and get muddy? I don't know. I truly have no is idea. Is there mud wrestling in Milwaukee <laughs> or is that Probably. just a southern She's thing? wrestling. It's she's wrestling. She's wrestling. I have no idea. I, know. I mean, that is a real shot in the dark. I'm just going to pick somebody. Yeah. I have no instinct on this question with which to go against. Yeah. So it has to be somebody who, probably someone who hasn't gotten a rose singled out once before. That's like my only thing to go off of. Because if he gives Corinne another rose, women are going to go home. <laughs> yeah. They should. They will lose their minds. That's a weird question. It's a weird question. I don't like it. <laughs> well, that's it for us this week, guys. Um, follow us on Twitter. At underscore Bachelor League. Mm -hmm. The Twitter username character limits are shockingly short. <laughs> it's really small. <laughs> and funny story, um, Twitter thought I was making a spam account because of the mm -hmm. underscore at the beginning, and I had to have them call my phone. No. Thank goodness it was a robot, uh -huh. and I didn't have to talk to a Twitter person. <laughs> but it was my nightmare. I didn't like it. That is so funny. I think it is my nightmare. My, my I think it is my nightmare might be my phrase from this episode. <laughs> yeah, that is your phrase. I would not do well on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it takes a very special kind of person to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my husband would be very happy were I to do this show. Yeah. Okay, well, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Tumblr, SoundCloud, iTunes. Anywhere, everywhere. <laughs> not real life. Don't follow us in real life. <laughs> Please do not stalk yeah. our homes. That's creepy. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys.